Sochem Daf Memches, today's email comes from Mayor Bolel. It's a long one, I'll skip around. He says, he lived in South Africa, now he's in Manchester. He listens to YouTube, he's an avid listener. He hasn't missed a day since Brachas, which is unbelievable. I, like so many others, are indebted to you for making this wishful dream of doing Dafyomi a reality. He says, prior to the year, he had a hard time learning for the last 20 years, but now he just got into it. And, however, being part of MDY has brought a whole new energy to me and my family who have all supported me in joining the Dafyomi ride. The newsletter has enhanced his Shabbos table. He repeats over the Divri Torah. He gets to know the people from the Shir. You can self sign up at orhemertazmdy at gmail. Besides, for your clear and captivating Shir, the global camaraderie makes me feel like I'm a part of an exclusive and elite club. I even bought an MDY jacket from Uncle Phil, and he goes on to say that he's, he loves seeing familiar faces like Phil Abrams and Joe Shulman and Lenny Hamel, etc. Shkoyach Mayer. The Machlaikis. If you cook on Yontif for after Yontif for a weekday, according to Rabbah, we say Hoyl. Since. Since guests might show up, you don't get Malkus. But Chizda says, we don't say since. Perhaps you could take that Machlaikas and explain our Mishnah. The dilemma. person has dough that's tummy. How does he take challah on Pesach? If he burns it, you're not allowed to burn challah on Yontif for no reason. Give it to the car, you can't, it's tummy. Set it aside, it's a problem, turn it to Chametz. Rebbe says, bake it as is, and then be mafresh challah when it's, once it's baked. And Rebbe Yeshua says, it's not a problem. Take the challah as is. If it becomes chametz, it's not your problem. It's the Kayin's problem. We don't know who the Kayin is. Perhaps we could explain Rebbe Yezzer. We have a major problem here. How can you bake challah or matzah and take challah afterwards? You are baking challah and it's shaloy l'tzorich. You can't bake like that on yantar. But according to this idea of hoyal since, so we'll say, well, every matzah has a piece in it, and I could take challah from it, from each and every matzah. The fact that I took a whole one afterwards, that's something else. But since I could take from each and every matzah, and that would be okay, because then I baked each matzah for myself, so that's hoyal. Says Gemara, no, it's very different. It's very possible that Rebbe holds the concept of hoyal, because each and every bread could have been his as he put it in. But to say that guests might show up, perhaps we don't say that. So it's really not a concept of hoyal. It's since each and every bread is yours. But in terms of guests, who says guests will show up? It's very possible that Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold of the concept of Hoyal. Why? Because at the end of the day, I have one whole matzah that's not going to the person that put it into the oven. It's not going to a guest. It's not going to anybody. Masha'inking by guests is very possible. Somebody will knock on your door and want to eat. Gemara tells us very interesting. Rabbi Yirmi and Rabbi Zeyre for years couldn't understand the logic behind Rabbi Yezer allowing you to bake all the dough even though it includes challah. And the portion of challah is shaloy l'tzairah. Says Rabbi Yirmi to Rabbi Zeyra, I don't understand, why don't you accept this beautiful pshat that we just had? Hoyl. Since you can take off a piece from each and every matzah. Says Rabbi Zeyra to Rabbi Yirmi. But the fact is that when Rabbi Yeshua asked Rabbi Yezer a question, he says, aren't you concerned about the possible Yisasek HaMalacha? Rabbi Yezer didn't answer back. That would indicate that Rabbi Yezer retracted his shita. Says Rabbi Yirmiyah back to Rabbi Zeira. But the same exact thing happened when Rabbi Eliezer asked Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua didn't answer him. But in our Mishnah, he does answer. And he says, I'm not concerned when you take the challah. It's not his problem. So you see, sometimes when someone asks somebody else a question, the Brisa doesn't record it, the answer. And the Mishnah does. So too, in your case as well. The Gemara says, Rabbi says that Allah is like Rabbi Eliezer, that first you bake all the dough, and then only afterwards you take challah. 
And Rabbi Yitzchak says that Allah is like Ben Beseir in our Mishnah, that you don't bake first, you remove the portion of challah, and you put that portion into cold water, so it doesn't become chametz. Rabbi Shmuel says, there's a limit to how much you could knead on Pesach, because we're concerned that some of it will become chametz if it's very large. How much? When it comes to really good wheat, then it's up to two kav, which is 48 eggs. More than that, it could become chametz. If it's inferior wheat that takes a long time to become chametz, you could do up to three kav, which is 72 eggs. When it comes to barley, you could start off with three kav, and if it's inferior barley, four kav, which is 96 eggs. In other words, when it comes to wheat, you add 33%, and when it comes to barley, you add only 25%. That means that wheat is inferior to barley. Rav argues and he says it's the shear of a kav of malegna, which is one and a quarter kav, which is 30 eggs. And the same applies to the shear of challah, 30 eggs. Rav Yosef says that women were noyeg to be machmer on Pesach and not to go all the way to one and a quarter kav. They would only need three quarters of a kav. Says Abaya, isn't that a chumrah? It's a chumrah that brings a kula because now you, that's not the shear of challah, so the kohen will never get challah. Says Rav Yosef, there's a, there's a klal, and we pass him like this, that if you take dough from one batch that's not chayav and challah, and you combine it with dough from another batch and put it into one vessel, then it's chayav b'challah, and that's what they did here. Rabbi Yehuda says, even if the challah, the two batches are not in one vessel, but inside an oven, or rather that's Rabbi Shua, that's also b'mechayavit in challah. Rabbi Shem Gamliel says, that each batch has to touch each other, they have to bite each other. There's a suffix in the Gemara, according to Rabbi Eliezer, that if it's one vessel, it's considered a tzir of klizmitzarev. What if that vessel is a flat tray? Is that considered a tzir of not? Says the Mishnah, if you have a very small oven that it could only contain one batch, according to the Tanakhama, Rabbi says, three women could make three different batches. We're not concerned that it will become chametz. According to Rabbi Kiva, not every oven is equal. Not every wood is equal. Not every woman is equal. Some women, they bake quicker. Some ovens are hotter. Some wood burns hotter. So what do you do when you see that the dough starts rising? Put some water on it, and it'll keep it down. According to Chachamim, and we did a demonstration in Shir, it's like a train. One woman starts kneading. Then she moves over to shaping the bread. When she moves over to shape the bread, the second woman steps in starts kneading. The, second, the first woman goes from kneading to shaping, and then from shaping, she puts it into the oven. And the second woman goes from kneading to shaping, and then the third woman sticks steps up and starts kneading and it just goes in a rotation. When she finishes baking, she'll start kneading all over again. Rabbi Kiva says to Rabbi Gamliel, what do we do? All, not all women are equal, like he explained in the Mishnah, says Rabbi Gamliel, we only know what Chacham said, and just take some water and sprinkle it on the bread. Says the Mishnah, Seer, and we had this whole Mishnah earlier, that is Chametz Nuksha, it's Chametz that didn't become yet Chametz. It's not exactly there yet. According to Rabbi Yehuda, if it looks like the antennas of a grasshopper, you burn it, but it's not considered chametz, you could eat it. And if it has cracks where they touch each other, then if somebody eats it, he's chayiv karas, you have to burn it. Rabbi says, seer is when the dough becomes white. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that's perfect matzah. It becomes white, you shouldn't eat it, but it's matzah. According to Rabbi just becoming pale is enough to be chayiv on it, you shouldn't eat it, and there's no difference, according to our mayor, between one crack or many cracks, because if there's one crack on top, there's many cracks underneath. Have a wonderful day.